Hello, welcome to the monthly Skill Bite Show, where we share information that is geared to helping you succeed in your business. This is Judy Weintraub, CEO of Skill Bites and host of this show. If you want to position yourself as an expert, one of the best ways to do that is to become a published author. Skill Bites author platform provides the easiest way to get a book written and published. Hi there, this is Judy Weintraub, and I'm here again doing another podcast on mistakes that authors make so that you can avoid making them yourself. Before going into some of these mistakes, I want to just do a quick summary of the five big mistakes that I covered last month in my podcast. The first was having unrealistic expectations, thinking that you're going to make a ton of money from book royalties. Most people don't even receive enough money from book royalties to recoup their investment in publishing their book. Instead, business owners actually receive a return on investment from their readers who become new customers of theirs or purchase other products that you can create from your book that your readers will want to purchase. The second mistake is failing to set goals for your book and developing a plan for how you're going to achieve those goals. You want to identify what you want to achieve from your book, and that will enable you to determine who your target reader is, who will get you toward your goal, and the most suitable topic that aligns with your goal. The third mistake is failing to identify a specific target reader. While there may be a large segment of the population that could benefit from your book, if you don't select a narrow target, the likelihood is that your book will not appeal to anyone. The fourth mistake is failing to develop a marketing plan for your book. Book publishing, unfortunately, is not the field of dreams. Getting your book published will not lead to tons of people buying your book. You need to promote your book so people know about it. Creating a detailed plan will increase your chances of getting the work done that is needed to get that word out. The fifth mistake is failing to understand what you need to do after your manuscript is written. There are many steps that you need to take before your book can be published. And if you aren't aware of these, you might not be prepared to undertake those steps, in which case all of the time that you spent writing your book might be wasted and your book might not go anywhere. In this podcast, I'm going to cover a few more mistakes that authors make. The first is making a poor choice concerning the topic for your book. I've talked to so many authors who are really excited to tell me about the topic of their book. But when I ask them why they have chosen that topic, they might respond that others would find it valuable or they have a lot of insight about that topic. But then when I ask them what they hope to gain from writing that book, they give me this sort of bewildered look. They haven't really thought about that. The problem is that without knowing how your book is going to benefit you, 
you won't be able to prioritize getting your book done over other demands for your time. And either your book won't get done or it'll take much longer to get done. Sometimes it'll even be out of date or no longer relevant at all by that time. One of the people who came to me was a gal named Susan. She had been at a conference and had talked to the people at her luncheon table about this book that she was thinking of writing. And everybody was gushing about the topic. They said, oh, yes, you have to write this book. It's such a great book. It will help so many people. So Susan was really excited when she came to me. She got referred by one of my existing clients. Uh, and I asked her the same question. How are you going to benefit from the book? And she said, well, it's not really for me. It's for all the people who would really be helped by the content that I'm writing in my book. And I said, oh, so do you have a lot of free time to get this book written? And she thought about it for a second. She said, no, I'm, I've got a very successful business. It takes all of my time. I said, okay, so is it a higher priority for you to get this book done than to run your business? And she said, no, no, my business is definitely a higher priority. So, well, then maybe it would be worth your while to take some notes about this book that you could write at a later time when it's a higher priority for you. And she said, oh, my goodness, you're absolutely right. This is not the right time to get this book written. I can write it four or five years, five years, 10 years down the line when it might be more important for me to get this book done. And she really thanked me for saving her from going to all the effort of writing the book that wasn't really a priority for her. Now, the next mistake is once you have your topic, not confirming that there's sufficient interest in that topic. Because no matter how great your book is, if not very many people are interested in it, it won't get you very far. And it would really be a shame to have spent your valuable time and money writing and publishing a book that few people are gonna be interested in. So before you embark on the book writing journey, it's worth spending some time making sure that there truly is some interest in your topic. Now, there are a number of ways you can do this. You can ask people in your target market whether a book on your particular topic would be useful for them. Similarly, you could put a query on your social media accounts and in various groups on social media. You can also go on Amazon and see how many books have already been published on your topic. If there aren't very many, that's a pretty good indication that there's not much interest in the topic. You can do a Google keyword search to determine how many people are searching online for the type of information that you would have in your book. If there are not many searches or there's a lot of competition on that topic, it might be better for you to choose another topic. Ironically, if there's a huge number of searches, say 10 million in a month, that's an indication your topic is probably too broad. The third mistake is failing to schedule your writing time. Even if your book is a high priority for you, it's easy to put off the writing when other things come up. 
But when you schedule the time for writing and commit to that schedule, unless there's a true emergency, you're more likely to finish writing your book sooner than if you had no schedule. When you are creating a schedule, identify a time of the day when you're not likely to be interrupted and you have some energy and creativity. Like you may not be interrupted at nine o'clock at night, but you may be so sleepy that you're not gonna be able to get down the thoughts that you want. Pick an amount of time that is realistic for you. One of my authors advised that he would write four hours, three times a week. Well, guess what? He never met his schedule. That was not realistic for him. Later, he reduced it to three two-hour time blocks plus four hours on the weekend, and he did much better with that schedule. While it's ideal to allocate at least an hour per session, if that doesn't work, try even just 30 minutes. A little progress is still better than no progress. The fourth mistake is writing your book without developing an outline. I have had some clients who feel that an outline would constrict their creative thinking. But most of my authors find that having an outline really is helpful for them. It can greatly accelerate your book writing. Outlines can help you organize your thoughts and keep track of your ideas and make sure that your book is cohesive and flows well. By crafting an outline, you're much more likely to include all of the important details you want to cover in your book. Not only that, having an outline will make it much easier for you to stay focused. You just need to concentrate on one topic from your outline, which doesn't even have to be in the order you've placed it. If you're keen to write about a topic that comes later in your book, go ahead and do that and then plug it in when you get to that part. The fifth mistake I want to cover today is not including opt-in opportunities in your book. You see, when your book is published on Amazon or in bookstores, you won't know who's bought it. If you want to find out who is purchasing your book, then you want to include opt-in opportunities in your book that are sufficiently valuable to the reader to entice them to provide their contact information so you can follow up with them. For instance, in an ebook I wrote called Write a Book Easily, which by the way is available for free on my website, skillbytes.net, I offer a more in-depth white paper on how to get testimonials to anyone who provides me with their contact information. Testimonials are important for motivating people to buy. They're social proof of the value of your book. So people who want my ebook on how to write a book easily are likely to be interested in learning ways to get more and better testimonials. Now, there are many types of opt-ins you can offer right in your book, such as a free consultation or an assessment form, an article or white paper, or maybe free registration to a workshop. Another opt-in in my ebook, by the way, is a white paper that explains how to set up opt-in opportunities in your book. So you may want to go to my website, skillbytes.net, to get my ebooks so that you can opt into that white paper. Now, these are just some of the many mistakes authors make in book writing. 
If you want a more comprehensive roadmap to help you get your book written, you might want to consider registering for my Book It course. That's on the website as well. Just go to the course tab and you can see a, pre, a free preview of the course before deciding whether you want to invest in that. I hope this has been helpful for you and that you can avoid these mistakes when writing your book.